From the MGMA in-home studios, welcome to the Insights Podcast. I'm Daniel Williams. So the key is understanding your work, what's gold standard work, um, developing outcomes. I mean, we, we already had a pretty slick revenue cycle tool with, and I'm sure you've heard of this, of exception-based processing. So we're only looking at the exceptions. So we wanted to really hardwire gold standard workflow to then be able to look at the analytics and assign the points for a given task or outcome so that as we're driving the game and playing the game, it's fair and employees feel like the points are accurate. That's Carol Wanky talking about how her practice added elements of gameplay to create a fun, competitive, high-energy environment. We'll hear more from Carol on how gamified psychology boosts rev cycle productivity and staff engagement. But first, a word from our sponsors. The COVID-19 pandemic has caused dramatic changes to physician practices, with many practices now considering what changes they need to implement to address fluctuating patient volume. One change involves instant elasticity, which gives practices the ability to lower cost as volume decreases, but also the ability to ramp up operations seamlessly during times of growth. Join R1 and three physician group leaders for a roundtable discussion on sustaining positive practice performance. This free webinar, titled Positioning Your Physician Organization for Success in Times of Change, takes place on Thursday, October 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. To register, please visit r1rcm.com slash mgma. Over the years, the healthcare industry has become increasingly complex. At United Healthcare, they want to help change that. Through digital solutions like Point of Care Assist, UHC is working to help give care providers the information they need where and when they need it. This means less time searching for information and more time helping patients. Learn more about UHC's efforts around interoperability by attending its interactive Spark session on October 19th at the MGMA Medical Practice Excellence Conference or by visiting care.uhcprovider.com. Improving revenue cycle productivity is challenging and organizations need a way to combat staff turnover. The lack of real-time insight into performance not only affects employees, but also their quality of work. We're joined today by Carol Wanky, Vice President, Post-Acute Revenue Cycle and Managed Care Operations for Sharp Healthcare, a practice that has embraced gamification and aspects of behavioral psychology to help drive better rev cycle outcomes. Carol will be a featured speaker at MGMA's virtual healthcare event, the Medical Practice Excellence Conference, 
which will be held October 19th through the 21st. Carol, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Now, first, before we get started, um, let's learn a little bit more about your practice, the size and scope of that. What are you working with there? So uh, I'm with Sharp Healthcare and Sharp Healthcare is an integrated delivery system. We have six hospitals and two affiliated medical groups in San Diego County. Uh, our largest group is where we've gamified the process and that has 22 locations and over 500 providers. So we're managing that receivables um, to be able to gamify the workflows that we've identified. Okay, thanks for that. Now, you're the vice president of post-acute revenue cycle and managed care. Um, I can only imagine, you know, based on what you're saying about the size and scope of this operation, you've got a lot on your plate right now, but give us an idea. Since COVID hit, where's your focus been? Where have you been most directed to, you know, try to organize and, and become more efficient there? So, I mean, everything has been surrounding um, first for the providers, how to have them uh, provide care safely to our patients. So telehealth was big, both on the revenue cycle side and on the claims operation side. Uh, we had to um, deploy telehealth. And then once uh, we overcame the issues with um, the software itself platform and scale, uh, we then had to figure out how to bill for those services, and each payer had different criteria, so that took some time. Uh, but our goal was to figure it, that out first to before we sent claims and so that we could avoid denials um, where we had to, where we, we could avoid them. We also um, looked at um, various different ways we could send folks home, um, and gamification can help in that area. Yeah. Um, I, I want to touch on that. Uh, starting now, uh, you and I were talking offline. You're going to be a speaker at the upcoming Medical Practice Excellence Conference. You've mentioned that, that title a couple of times. Your session is called How Gamified Psychology Boosts RCM Pro Productivity and Staff Engagement. Um, that title alone really got my attention. I, I I want to start at the beginning here first, because I, I, I've heard those terms, but not kind of, you know, pushed together like this. So define for us, what is gamified psychology? What is that? So really, it's taking the um, elements of game design in real world context for non-gaming purposes. So it's to foster motivation and improve performance in regard to any activity. The central idea is to take the building blocks of games and to implement those in real world situations, often with the goal of motivating specific behaviors. Okay, okay. So <laughs> help me understand, I, I hear exactly what you're saying, but now I wanna kind of visualize it. So are we actually seeing something um, on a computer screen? Is there a video element to it where you're sort of I don't know, virtually moving through this system or what, what does it look like? Or is that more in the coaching side of it and you're using that terminology? So each um, user who is on the, on the workflows 
um, they have their own game board that they can see that they can log into. So they log, they can see their game board okay. and they can flip to the game or work back into their workflow. So typically what they do is they'll check into the game when they see what, after they've been working in, in, in doing a workflow. So they can see how many points they received. Okay. They can see um, who's ahead of them, who's behind them. Uh, there's a leaderboard. So all the folks can look up see a leaderboard and who's the top 10. They can have avatars and rename their names. So it really is a great way to um, motivate folks. Yeah. They, can, they can try to catch one another. They can okay. give each other high fives. They can, you know, slap down a challenge if they want to. Okay. So I have to ask, are you a big gamer yourself? No. <laughs> No, so how we decided to do this was we got the gamers. Okay. We had we had gamers. Okay. And so as we were partnering with Athena IDX to be able to provide they had the software, some know-how, we had the idea. So we worked together and we brought um the gamers in and we said, "Well, what would work?" And we were kind of worried about, you know, cuz points and what do they want and really they wanted badges and avatars. And we yeah. said, okay. <laughs> That's what I was, the next question was when we talk about the platform, the application of it. So you walk us through that part then. You've made the decision, we're gonna do this gamer, gamified type uh, process and tool to help our staff. Um, once you've made that decision, walk us through what happens then so our audience can understand this and maybe adopt it themselves. So you, the first order of business is you have to understand your workflows that you'd like to be able to gamify. Okay. And the, the beauty about there's the game and then there's the analytics and the analytics drive the game. So we needed to make sure that we developed workflows that could then have analytics behind it to then drive the game. So the key is understanding your work, what's gold standard work, um, developing outcomes. I mean, we, we already had a pretty slick revenue cycle tool with, and I'm sure you've heard of this, of exception-based processing. So okay. we're only looking at the exceptions. So we wanted to really hardwire gold standard workflow to then be able to look at the analytics and assign the points for a given task or outcome so that as we're driving the game and playing the game, we it's fair and employees f or feel like they, they're the the uh, the points are accurate and we had to do some development on re-going back to points well these points don't make sense and so lots of um looking at data making sure the data is reasonable and then roll it out okay so now we were beta <laughs> just so you know so we I, we've done a lot of that hard work okay yeah what was the learning curve like then? What, what kind of training was involved to, I guess if somebody is a quote gamer, then I, I am with you, I am not one. So I don't, I'm, I'm using these terms and um, smiling because I'm trying to figure it out a little bit myself. But um, 
I would figure somebody who is a gamer would be able to adopt this and adapt to it pretty quickly. Maybe someone who's not. I mean, how did they get incorporated and what's that learning curve and training like for them? So remember, they're in their normal workflow. Okay. The game is just on top of that. <laughs> so okay. they can choose to be in the game or not in the game. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? So they mm -hmm. keep working. But once they look at the leaderboard or yeah. they're looking at this, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I think I might like to be in the game because we had folks right. that said, I'm not in the game, not a gamer, not doing it. <laughs> well, you don't have to. We're still going to assign those points. We're still looking at your productivity. Right. We're still doing all of that. Uh -huh. You could choose to be in the game or not. Okay. Was there, going back to that initial question of the training part, was there training involved for somebody that says, hey, I, I want to be involved with this gaming side of it or it's pretty intuitive it that's is not, okay. yeah that's not the hard part so where the training occurs is with the analytics okay. and with the 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 leads and supervisors who are managing it and trying to look at workflows and where someone may be deviating from mm -hmm. gold standard workflow so that's where there's a change in practice of how um, management looked at productivity and they're looking at it in a very different way. So that's mm -hmm. where the training has to occur at some leadership and, le and supervisory level related to managing analytics, being able to drill in, understand pivot tables, understand all of that data to, to get at productivity measurement. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of that um, feedback then. You wrote something to us. You said that um, there is real-time feedback uh, that can help boost productivity. Uh, Talk us through that then. What does this feedback look like in action? Well, the game, right? So they okay. can go into the game and they can see, oh, here's how many points I've, I've done this many tasks. I've done, I've done this per throughput. I am the highest performer or I am almost to be the highest performer. It's all presented in front of them, what, what their activities are, what their tasks are within the game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, we've been talking about the gaming side of it but there's that psychology aspect too. So tell us about that. Where does the psychology of it come into play and how are you tracking that, measuring it? What's wh Well, what? I mean, it's some of it is intuitive, but it's motivating, okay. right? If I okay. know what my best day is or how I try to beat myself. So mm -hmm. I might've mm -hmm. done 300 accounts to yesterday and it's like, okay. well, maybe I can get to the next level and get to 350. Uh -huh. I mean, and it's all about, okay, I'm gal a galloping horse or somebody's ahead of me and I'm going to press ahead to beat them today. Okay. So that's the psychology in the moment. Okay. Okay. Now you said that um, in earlier correspondence as well, you said that this can boost morale. So is it that competitive nature there? What, tell, give us a scenario of how, where you've experienced, you've witnessed a morale boost, uh, some, some kind of elevated, uh, you know, optimism and, and uh, productivity there from this. So uh, they, staff really want to have feedback on how they're doing and how they're performing. And if they know that they are superstar, that that sells, they can see it, they can, their peers see it. It's really, it, it really is motivating for them. And then there's the teamwork element, which, you know, we had a case where um, a team, um, member left uh, for, you know, they moved on 
and uh, the team was performing and realized, hmm, I, you know, they went to their leads and said, you know, we don't think you need to replace this position. And the, the leads said, well, why not? They said, well, we think we can do it and we get more points. Hmm. So <laughs> they wanted the points. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> is there an, in other than just being ahead of other people, do you incentivize it at all? Is there an incentive, a, a carrot at the end of this? So the, 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 the reward store is at the end, okay. but we haven't even developed that yet. So, oh, we're, okay. we, I, so it, is, it is phenomenal. We don't even have anything yet except for points, daggers, and, and badges and cloaks. Okay. And they're, they're absolutely incentivized. <laughs> okay. Um, another thing that you've talked about is that um, uh, it can improve productivity. You've kind of, you've touched on this a little bit, but give us an example. What, what have you measured? Where have you seen productivity go up since you've put this in place? So I'll give you an example. We, we implemented on the group practice side, uh, credit balance workflow. And um, we had a 30% increase in productivity from where we were prior to implementation and decreased the level of task returns by 52%. So accuracy improved as well as um, the productivity. Now, why? Game, yes but really developing those workflows and making sure the staff were following those workflows. So it's two, it's two things hand in hand. You can't have successful gamification if you don't have a, a good workflow um, optimization. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about measuring it. What are the KPIs that you've been focusing on? Well, um, credit balances obviously is volume and number reduction, reduction in credit balances, uh, the volume throughput of well, how many um, have been moved. Um, we are just deploying now um, no activity and denial rejections management. And uh, those KPIs would be uh, those, the gold standard KPIs, reduction in AR, and, and moving through claim denials and overturns so that we could get paid. Mm -hmm. So those two pieces, an aged AR inventory. Mm -hmm. um, you have painted a, a rosy picture of this uh, gamification and gamified psychology. A lot of positives, a lot of pluses. Are there any negatives? Is there a downside or people obsessed with the game and they get, you know, like we see in uh, gaming when it's portrayed in movies or in uh, stories where someone just kind of gets lost in the game and they're obsessed there and that kind of causes an imbalance. Is there anything like that going on? I wish they're obsessed because the more they're into the game and getting the points, we're getting some action. Now, the other piece that happens is, is that we do get you know, if there's returns, they get negative points. So there's there's the accuracy point okay. component as well. Now, the as far as challenges, obviously, workflows, optimizing them, working through those, and then um, having the um, leads and staff looking at the analytics to see, oh, you know, so and so is not following gold standard workflow. Um, why not? 
And so they need to be able to understand that. And why is someone less than another one? And mm -hmm. it makes the conversation though, actually easier with staff because we could just say, well, here, let, let me show you how to get more points. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a much easier conversation with staff. Yeah, that is good. Um, you touched on something though, that, that is interesting. So there's, more work, there's more productivity, but you did mention something about, well, there could be errors. And so I want to go to that just for a moment, just to, to check on that. Um, is there, are there people who may be just racing through it where it is causing errors? Or are you not seeing that? I'm, I'm just trying to get an idea of, um, well, there were people prior to gamification racing through where okay. causing errors. Okay. All this does is track it better. So now you're able to identify maybe where, okay, they're, you know, moving through this step in the process. Now let's go back and course correct that. So then are you able to do, um, have a coaching lesson then or something like that where you're Absolutely. walking? That, walk us through one of those then. What's that kind of dialogue uh, sound like? Well, so it's, well, hello, uh, Nancy. Um, I was reviewing your um, game and your points and looking at them and I'd like to show you some key ways where I think you could get more points and have less returns would you like to would you like me to show you that and then we move on so it's it's a different conversation yeah yeah um, well we have covered a lot of bases on this a lot of information so let's just break it down to its simplest you know steps here w what are those first steps a practice should take uh if they want to you know adopt this and, and put it into play in their own practice well the first order of business is understanding your current workflow okay how do you do things and then how does the system work to do those things and is there um, a better way within the current workflow or the revenue cycle system to set it up so that you can put a game on top and layer it on top and have the analytics. So I believe that um, as this develops and evolves and the gaming part technology, it can lay on top of any AR system. So it's just, okay, how do I extract the data out of the revenue cycle system into the game, have the analytics and run the game? Mm -hmm. Having this in place, has it helped you and your team better in understanding the analytics and being able to drill down and really figure out what's going on here and That's how do we the optimize? Beauty. Yeah. That's the beauty. The analytics is the real piece. The fun is the game for the staff, but for, right. for the management, it's the analytics. And what, what has it done for you and your team then as far as understanding those analytics? Well, um, we can drill down and identify issues uh, more, uh, more efficiently mm -hmm. um, and spend time on those things that are real are critical issues versus the onesie twosie issues where staff brings you to a they, I have an issue and it's you find out well no I just went down a rabbit hole and it it was two it was two claims it's not mm -hmm. an issue okay so this this really drives um, you can see um, productivity measurement who's working who's not um, it drives a lot has anything about this platform surprised you like once you got it and you were able to go, 
oh my gosh, I had no idea this was going on in the practice. What What's kind of been surprising to you in that way? Well, I, you know, I think some of it is pretty intuitive and we knew, but I think from um, what was um, surprising, I think to some extent was um, perception. Um, for staff, we had perception that um, a staff member was um, not performing. And then when we got into the data, it's like, whoa, this person really does perform. Huh. And so we had some uh, different um, outcomes than we thought when we started. Okay. Um, we were talking earlier that you're going to be presenting on this at the Medical Practice Excellence Conference. What are you most excited about? Because you're going to have a, a, a live audience there able to ask you questions and, and uh, talk to you about uh, this program. What's it, what, what are you excited about that? I'd like to show them what we were, what's, what the possibilities are, okay. right? I mean, especially for revenue cycle leaders that have been in it for quite a while. Um, and most when they see it and we do the presentation, they, they understand and they get it. But I'm, that's the positive for me is to say, oh, yes, others can have the same possibility. Okay. Uh, I thought of one more thing. Um, what about scale? Now, you've got a, a very large practice there. It, is this adaptable to no matter the size of the practice? Is it better for larger practices? I mean, what's, how does it work that way? Oh, that's a good question. I, as far as it, it can lay over any revenue cycle tool system there is. I mean, for a small one and two doc shop, I'm not sure that that's something that uh, you, it, that can be managed. There's mm -hmm. not that many, what I call sunflower seeds <laughs> to, to look at, but um, 10, you know, a 10 provider, 20 provider office, the, it gets large very quickly. So yes, um, I, I, I see that. I see it for billing companies. Um, they could take advantage of it. Um, so I, I think it scales, it can scale pretty well because it just sits right on top of, of your revenue cycle. Okay. All right, Carol. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today to talk about this. And I'm looking forward to hearing the full presentation uh, coming up in October. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm excited to present. That's going to do it for this episode of Insights. Thanks to our guest, Carol Wanky. To learn more from Carol, you can hear her speak at MGMA's virtual healthcare event, the Medical Practice Excellence Conference. October 19th through the 21st. Register today at mgma.com slash mpec20. Thanks to R1, RCM, and to UHC for sponsoring this week's show. To learn more about how to sustain positive practice performance, register for the upcoming event positioning your physician organization for success in times of change. The event is Thursday, October 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern. To register, please visit r1rcm.com mgma. And you can learn more about UHC and its efforts around interoperability by attending its interactive Spark session on October 19th at the MGMA Medical Practice Excellence Conference. 
or by visiting care.uhcprovider.com. If you like the show, please rate and review it wherever you get your podcast. If you have topics you'd like us to cover or experts you'd like us to interview, email us at podcast at mgma.com or find me on Twitter at MGMA Daniel. MGMA Insights is presented by Declan McGee, Rob Ketchum, and I'm Daniel Williams. Stay safe and thanks for listening. Hi, this is Declan McGee, one of the producers for the MGMA Insights podcast. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership. Thanks.